Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. At some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. What's the most famous game ever? Tough question. It's relative, relative to who you support, how old you are and what you consider to be a good game. Take into consideration all of those factors and this game, well, it's still in the conversation. It was Sunday, September 20, 1998, Parramatta and Canterbury at the Sydney Football Stadium in front of 36,841 screaming fans. 24 years later, I bet none have forgotten this one. It was a preliminary final. Winner plays Brisbane in the GF. For Parramatta, it was their 52nd season. The Eels had finished fourth in the newly created 20-team NRL. It was a 10-team semi-final series to accommodate the volume of teams in the season the game had come back together following the Super League divide. Parra had finished the season in fourth spot. They had a successful final series, beating the North Sydney Bears in the qualifying final, then backing up to beat the Brisbane Broncos. Due to the win, Parramatta gained a week off before this game. The season was the 64th for the Bulldogs since entry in 1935. They finished the regular season ninth out of 20. They hadn't been great at all throughout the year, but they were building, having strung together seven straight wins leading into this game. All of them pretty much sudden death. This was a tough footy club, a mentally tough footy side. Let's run through those sides. For the Bulldogs, Rod Silver was the fullback. The wingers were Gavin Lester and Daryl Halligan. And the centres, Willie Talau and Shane Martini. The halves were Craig Polamanta and Corey Hughes. The forward pack, Darren Britt, Jason Hetherington, Steve Price, Robbie Relf, Tony Grimaldi and Travis Norton. On the bench were Dave Thompson, Troy Stone, Matty Ryan and Glenn Hughes. Steve Folks was the coach. For the Eels, Clinton Shafosky was the fullback, Paul Carriage and Shane Werrett were the wingers, with Stuart Kelly and Carl Lovell in the centres. Jason Smith and John Simon were the halves. Dean Pay, Aaron Raper and Mark Tukey were the front row, Joining them in the pack, Jared McCracken, Nathan Hindmarsh and Jim Dimmick. On the bench, Jason Bell, Nathan Kalis, Dallas Weston and Dave Penner. Brian Smith was the coach. Now we're set up with all the facts. I'll try and keep this brief. The scoreboard read 18 points to two in favour of Para with 11 minutes to go. Game over. Surely. We're talking to five guys on the field that day on this podcast. Three remembered it with a smile. Two recalled every moment with a cringe. 
still haunted by what happened. Yep, the scars remain. Let's start with Bulldogs prop, Steve Price. Oh, I just remember we, we obviously didn't start as well as what we would have liked. We had an incredible run during that sort of last period of that season. We yeah. had to win so many of our last games even to get to the finals. Yep. And then we got there and we beat teams that we probably shouldn't have beaten, St George and I think Norse. Yep. Um, and then obviously Newcastle the week before this game, which yeah. that was, um, I think, 18-6 with 10 minutes to go as well as this game was very similar. Yeah. So I, I just think, you know, one of those sort of times where you just got a group of guys who who never give up mm. and it wasn't one particular guy who brought us back in any of those games. It was everyone played a role. Yep. And, you know, probably, probably Ralphie's – little flick yeah. to, to Rocket Rod, you know, really changed the momentum of that game. And all I remember from it is that I heard after it that a whole heap of our supporters left oh. with 10 minutes to go because we were getting beaten. Yep. And so they were leaving and then all you hear about is stories of they're listening to the radio driving out of the car park and we're coming back and they're trying to find a park to be able to come back, back in, in. Yeah. and they won't let them back in. Oh. Um, and then obviously um, Polly's field goal. So I think yep. I think Paul did a chip yep. when the hooter went. The hooter yep. went full time. It's all level. Yep. And I think um, – Polly's had a crack from there. Paul did a chip yeah. and then Polly's sort of got it. And I still – I know it didn't go over, but I still believe to this day that it feels like it went through. Yeah. And it, it would have been an incredible way to finish. You know, yep. we were hugging Polly and it was amazing. But, yeah, then to go into overtime and it was almost like we we were – we knew what was going on. We, we Wasn't it anti-climax? Yeah, blew them away. They were gone. Yeah. Could you feel that you were coming back? Could you f- – feel that they knew you were coming back? Yeah, I think I think with what we did the week before, mm. they'd obviously seen it happen against Newcastle. Yep. And then when we scored, I, I believe that try that, that Rocket scored. Yeah. And then I think, was it Willie Talia? I think he scored one in the corner. Maybe. It could have been Willie, yeah. And then uh, and, uh, you could actually see it when they were behind the try line. You could actually see him questioning mm. – Oh no, it's not happening this yeah. week. You know what I mean? Yep. And for us, like we just got, we had nothing to lose. So mm. we're all just, and we had some pretty talented players, Darren oh. Britt, and you know we yeah. had some some great players. So yeah, it was it was really cool to be a part of. Um, and yeah, Parramatta are a really good team. So in Newcastle, so to be able to beat both those teams back to back was was pretty huge. Now for Eels prop and future captain, Nathan Kalis. 1998, a United competition. Your progress saw you play 19 top-grade games, including, and apologies in advance because it still hurts all of us, September 20 and that finals game against the Bulldogs. Polamata, inside ball for Rilf. Carriage put a kick on it. He's taking a shot. Canterbury's taking a shot. 
and it's fallen short. It's just gone under. Oh, well, they're, they're, they're claiming that to go. No, it's gone under. Canterbury are claiming victory. I'm pretty sure it just went under that black spot. What stands out from the game, or more accurately, what still haunts you from the game? Uh, yeah, it was on TV the other day, actually, in the resort we were staying at. Um, so, yeah, just watching it uh, and sort of watch. And there was – when I was watching the replay, it had the time where Shane Werrick got that ball off Jim Dimmick and scored under the posts, yep. made it 18-2. And I remember I was sitting on the bench. Um, and the year before, we'd gone through and we won the competition under Peter Sharp, yep. 97. We played the Tigers – uh, we had a lot of good young players there. Ian Highmarsh was part of that team. Mickey this Bella, is the reserve grade side. Reserve yeah. grade, yeah, 97. So I remember sitting on the bench, 98. I'm 20-year-old. Shane where it scored the tries. 11 minutes ago, I'm thinking, wow, we won the grand, grand final last year. I'm going to be in another grand final. And then it just all went south. Uh, we were right on top. And it just I just remember sitting on the bench going, the boys have stopped playing. We just stopped playing footy. We stopped and maybe it was because the, a lot of the other guys were thinking the same thing, yep. thinking about, well, we're in the grand final. But, yeah, we stopped playing. The Bulldogs just went hell for leather. They just threw the ball everywhere, moved it from side to side. So you could see it happening. Found a chink, and we stopped moving in defence. We wow. stopped doing the little things we were doing yep. well the whole game and the whole year. Uh, that's probably – yeah, those two years probably a bit – well, it was a, a few in a row, 98, yeah. 99, and – 2001, you know, really tough start to stuff, tough start to your career, but uh, you learn a lot from them. Hey, legends! I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go, from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week, and we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. So out of that one, you've got to learn to play for the full 80 minutes. You know, you, your, uh, your coaches will always say that. But, yeah, that's probably the... The biggest thing that stood out for me was when I was sitting there, I had that thought, and then we stopped playing. Um, great crowd, Daryl Halligan kicking that sideline from the bench, uh, kicking that goal from the sideline mm. was just a dagger in the heart. But he was always going to get it; he was never going to miss it. Yeah. One of the unsung heroes of this game, a genuine superstar too, Rocket Rod Silver. The Dogs had just scraped into the finals, but you'd built your reputation very much as the comeback kings. Was it fitness? Was it confidence? Was it belief? Or was it a little bit of everything? Andy, it was a little bit of everything and a bit of luck too. I, I think, you know, in big games, uh, it comes down to a couple of big moments and um, things have got to go right for you. But in saying that, you've got to have the right people there um, to make it happen. And uh, for us, I think we had the right people and, and not only on the field, but off the field. So... Our mindset was pretty good and, um, as you know, the great Bill Johnson had us pretty fit 
the first 68 minutes of this game, respectfully to everyone involved, is not going to go down as one of the great games in finals history. It was just the blue and golds cruising to what appeared to be a, a victory in a, in a game that it was okay, but it wasn't anything great for 68 minutes. Yeah, they, they dominated us uh, in, in every aspect of the game. So, um, in saying that, we there was never any talk about us being out of it or yep. not wanting to try. and um, We just kept hanging in there. Um, I don't know if it's our training or just our, our mentality, but we just always had that mentality of playing for the 80. So, um, we... we we always had a lot of uh, positive uh, blokes, especially in leadership roles like yep. uh, Brudy and um, Dalton, Jason Everington, and, and you know, Chalk on the wing, um, uh, Polly, yeah. uh, Corey, you know, we just, just blokes that were positive all the time and we didn't really think about the scoreline. I don't recall us ever saying what the score was or how long to go. And it was just about keep going. In the 69th minute, it was Parramatta by 16, and then it started. A Craig Polamata try. What do you recall of that try, Rod? Uh, I just remember, I think it was a, maybe a couple of... We got a quick play the ball, and Dalton got it out of dummy half. I, looking at the game after it, it looked <laughs> like it was a pretty line ball pass, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I think Billy was right there. Billy was really close to where the pass was made, and... Um, I, I'd probably say we got away with one there, Andy. It was Polar Amounter again, and a very underrated footballer was Craig, this time to Robert Ralph, and then in turn to you. Polar Mounter, inside ball from Ralph. And uh, the flying Rod Silver's going for the corner, and he's over for Canterbury. Canterbury back to 18 points to 10. Even now, 25, 26 years on, it puts a smile on your face. A very special memory, mate. It was, it was. And, um, you know, just with our forwards, most of them were ball players. Yes. You know, they, they were tough and rugged and did their job and were, um, you know, uncompromising, but they were clever too. They were skillful. Um, and unless you played with them every week, you. You know, you might see it in the occasions, and especially big occasions. Um, I, I, throughout my career, I remember Brudy get, getting me so many balls away, but all the forwards, Stoney, um, yep. Ralphie, you know, uh, all of them. So uh, it was a real um, privilege to be in a side that you knew if you, if you stayed alive, you might get an opportunity. And that was a magnificent ball from Ralphie, and, yeah, it was something we needed at the time. Eight points the difference. Daryl Halligan with the attempted goal. It was successful, but it wasn't his biggest kick of the game. A few minutes later, he was called on again after another try to level at 18. The best kicker at the game has seen nailed it. Could you quite believe what was happening and what had happened in the space of about eight or nine minutes? Things go quickly in those big games, Andy. So I don't know if we, we ever we spoke about it or just we were concentrating on the next set but um, it did I think uh, in the commentary looking back at the game uh, uh, Blocker Roach said it's raised the roof (laughs) I think that's how we reacted because even Bill Johnson who does not react I remember watching him react and 
I, I was thinking, oh, here we go, you know, um, we got these blokes. I think that was the first time we thought we'd actually got them, you know, once um, Chuck kicked that goal. There was a definite moment in the game where it didn't matter who you were supporting or even if you're a neutral, you could just feel it shift, the momentum, yeah. and it was almost inevitable. Yeah, it was. I remember that try and I remember looking at footage and I, the great Al Wilson, who was with the um, Eels, yeah. was, run, was running on and I saw him and David Penner and they kind of just looking up to the heavens and looking at each other going, what's going on? And it kind of summed up that moment. You know, and looking back at it, um, it was unbelievable. And, you know, the gods were shining on us. Um, Para were a great side, you know, from 1 to 17. So to get back to that was amazing. And um, it was just one of those things. 78th minute, 18 all. The dogs with what should have been one final set. And you actually butchered a field goal attempt. Not you personally, but the side. Then things yep. got really weird. A chain of events that would cost Parramatta the game and a man his career. This was the final play of regular time. And Carey brings it back for Parramatta. That will see full time when the ball goes dead and Carey's put a kick on it. He's taken a shot. Canterbury's taken a shot. And it's fallen short. It's just gone under. Oh, well now they're, they're claiming that's a goal. No, it's gone under. Canterbury are claiming victory. I'm pretty sure it just went under that black spot. You raised Craig Polamander off the ground in an embrace rod. This field goal attempt was about 48 metres out from memory. You thought it was good. It looked good from where I was, but maybe I just got caught up in the moment. Uh, and then Gav Lester jumped on the other side and then everyone was <laughs> carry on like under sevens. But it was a big moment. Um... I, I couldn't, I couldn't not believe uh, Paul actually kicked the ball. Um, I, I, it was a brain explosion, and I, I'm, I know he's a decent man and he, is, yes. he was a good footballer. But it was just one of those moments, um, unfortunately. And the worst thing about it, Andy, it, it probably defined his time in the league. Yep. You know, in the in the NRL, everyone remembers that, unfortunately. But I, I know he's a decent man, and I've, I've seen him at some legends games. And, yeah. As a as a footballer, it's really sad for another bloke to have to suffer that, you know, probably for the rest of his days. At fullback for the Eels was Clinton Shafosky. He watched it all unfold in front of him. Off to Parramatta in 98 for three seasons, and for Eels fans old enough, 98 is remembered for one game, sadly, <laughs> that game against the Bulldogs. Have you recovered from it, or is it just when wankers like me bring it up <laughs> that it hurts again? The best thing is they play the old games on Fox. Yeah. Man, that's the first game that gets run every year. And I have mates text me, oh, that game's on, that game's on. It's, mate, it's unbelievable. I remember my dad come down. He come down the week of the prelim and, and come to the game to watch. And uh, mum was going to come the next week if we got in the grand final. Yeah. And we're up 18-2 with like nine minutes to go. And Johnny Simon... Went early on a field goal on play three from about 30 out. And he was said about some other stuff that went on in the game of players not playing well, but that was the, that was the point. That was the turning yeah, point. Yeah, that was the turning point. He it went, wasn't he game went early. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. usually Johnny's strength. Yes. He just went early. I don't know. What, I just, he's had a brain snap. And then we just didn't get the ball back. And they just yeah. ran over the top of us. And, and Dad, to answer your question, when I was at – 
at that age, I didn't realise how hard it is to make a grand final. I thought, oh, mm. this would be easy. Make another grand one, one, two years ago at Moranbar. This yeah. would be easy. But I come off the field and, and Dad said, I, my Dad was crying. I, mean, I got him in the sheds and yeah. he was shattered. He said, oh, I rang your mother with 10 to go and said, book the tickets, pack your bags. He's going to the grand final. Oh. <laughs> I said, it'll be all right, Dad. I'll get there again. And never got close. A couple of years, the next two years at power, obviously, but then after that, never got close. But um, It's not just a game, is it? No, it's not. No. And then as you get older, you realise how important those moments are and you've got to make the most of them and, and try. Important to you, but that's a really good illustration of just how important the game is to not just the, the athlete, the extended family, the loved ones and supporters. Absolutely. And even with the job I do now in player management and sort of deal with young players and their parents, they go on that journey, the same journey I went on, you, you see how much parents do for their kids yeah. from to get their dream. And, and it started to remind me of how much my mum and yeah. dad did for me. You know, dad always coached the teams, drove the bus, mum was always there, she'd always help out. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers in a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat, just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. And now with Dogs Hooker, the great Jason Hetherington. Retracking 1998, that game, that final, Bulldogs versus Eels, one of the most famous games of all time. Amazing, wasn't it? Probably probably the most, I'd imagine, yeah. um, in the circumstances of the game. Yeah. And I know my late mother, she watched that game over and over on the old VCR. Wow. And she must have, she wore the tape out on it. Yeah. And um, I think if you, if you track back and go through the circumstances, you're playing for a grand final spot. Yeah. You know, so, and you're down 18-2 with 10 to go. Uh, mm. I think it was, and again, you, you got to remember the week before we had an extra time game against Newcastle, so yeah. we played extra time the week before, um, and then Parramatta, we, we luckily and hard work, we dragged them in extra time, yep. and we just knew, you know, with what we'd done with Billy, we just we knew. Yep. But if we just hung in there and kept going, kept going, we'd we'd gain a bit of momentum, and we certainly got that momentum going. And you know, Ralphie pulled out a magnificent pass to, to Rod Silver, Rocket, and Rocket ever reliable and on the spot. Like they 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 were just they're the certain plays that separate teams. I think yep. you know, Ralphie's probably done that three times in his life. Yeah. And he did one on the big stage right at the right time, you know. So, you know, that, that to me, when we could just feel the momentum coming and we just had to hang there. We knew if we could drag him into extra time, we'd, we'd be right. You know? So there it is, five guys with different but somehow similar recollections of the game and the emotions attached to it. From 18-2 with 11 minutes remaining, 
the Bulldogs sent this game into overtime, 10 minutes each way. To be truthful, it was that 11 minutes that is this story. Overtime was actually anticlimactic. The result was never going to be any different. For the record, the Bulldogs couldn't make it nine straight wins. They lost the grand final to Brisbane, 38 points to 12. But this was the game of 1998, one that's still talked about today, for better or for worse. This is the podcast that talks with the legends, not about them, if you're enjoying. And want some more, you can help and it takes just 30 seconds. Leave us a rating and a review on the app you're listening on, that purple Apple icon in particular. It's gold for us, from a business standpoint anyway. We'd appreciate it as we look to expand the brand and bring you more unfiltered. Make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.